0: What's up, girls? Do y'all like the Mhog podcast? Yes, you do. The Mhog podcast is the only podcast that gets inside your shit and fucks it good. Now, if you want us to keep fucking you good, keep making that sweet, sweet podcast love to your pussy. Then you need to take our podcast metaphorical penis. Oh, that's right. And put it in your friend's ear oh, yeah. Rub it around inside her ear mm-hmm. Until it fucking squirts Good podcasty goodness All up day inside day. that ear And then you tell her to take that good podcasty goodness And then rub that ear Against her friend's ear mm-hmm. And so on And so on
1: is okay.
0: Yeah And then When all is said and done we're gonna have a successful podcast. Cause that's the way podcasting works. <laughs> By you having us fuck your friends dumb. here. Just <laughs> shit yeah. a fucking sight! Scratch! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, what's going on? This is Hannibal the Beat Animal, one-third of Monty and the Mongoose's Lil Show, and you're listening to M-Hog Podcast.
2: And we're back. Welcome to the M-H-O-G Podcast. I'm your host, Wade, and this young man is... Joe Pano,
3: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, hey Joe, how you been?
3: I'm good, yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. I got a girlfriend now, that's why you don't see me anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I dumped my band, yeah, yeah. What? And joining us today is of course the
1: Rum guy. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> No, I'm not Joe Pano, but I did see him uh
2: Saturday, Sunday. Something like that. Sunday, I think it was. Yeah.
3: And uh, yeah, yeah. He he uh, stopped by the store. Awesome. He sounded good. He has a girlfriend. He he as he quit his band. Yeah. And he joined Who's another what? band, The disciples of thrash who played Full Metal Prom. Yeah. Yeah. But when he quit the whole. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about this. Probably not. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you like I'll, Joe Pan, I'll, I'll cut that out.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, Joe Joe's the only one that I really know, you know. Uh, yeah! But apparently they, uh, they broke up or something, I don't know, or maybe they're reforming. I don't know. But uh, he joined Consortium of Genius, who's playing at Southport Hall. Actually, Friday by the time this, uh, this plays, they'll already have been played. That's,
1: oh, okay, yeah. yeah. What, what's the difference between them and Disciples of Thrash? size members
3: uh consortium genius is this i don't know how to explain it they're like a they they try to do this sort of comic book thing where they all play characters and tell a story
1: and they
2: apparently play different kinds of music it's it's kind of an uh like like a mad scientist kind of thing
1: well isn't he in a band similar to that no i thought he was doing the thing with the doctor mad scientist thing
2: that's them but he had he
1: had no 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 he the thing with remy d
2: yeah yes he Although had, she's not in it anymore, oh, he had quit that a long time ago. That
3: band's been around for a long time, and they switch out members all the time. Yeah, they've been around uh, for okay. like twenty years. The the guy that runs it, it's his band, but like I, I Doctor Pinkerton, I, I have no idea. But yeah, he he doesn't go by Joe Pano when he when he plays,
0: you know. But uh,
3: but he's he's in good spirits, you know, which uh, good Does for he him. Go
0: by Bo Mano.
2: Yes, really, <laughs>
3: really.
1: You know it sucks. He, like he goes
3: by Hodano. The 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 when we truncate silence on these episodes, it doesn't give off the effect that it does in the moment when you do things like this, Rome. Because the audience <laughs> doesn't hear it. Like they, when you do things like that, sucked. there's like a minute where we just, are just like, sit there.
2: He's doing this shit again.
3: But instead, it comes off like a half a beat.
1: <laughs>
0: but you um, know what I
1: can do. If you don't like the beat, I can. Turn the beetle around. There
0: it goes again. <laughs> oh, we do love you, Ron.
3: By the way, I saw that your wife took a quiz where it said she was ninety-one percent crazy, which really? scares me because it, it for years. It, it means it means you're the sane
1: one in the relationship. Again, been saying that for years. Right. Everybody knows I am the sane one. Mm-hmm. I'm the normal one of this that's, group. That's uh, really uh, yeah. yeah, yeah probably okay. that's pretty
3: debatable <laughs> mm. but uh so yeah uh now i i just finished literally an hour ago editing the hannibal the beat animal episode nice. which is episode 111 Woo! and Woo! Um, on that episode which we recorded i guess last week sometime i told a story uh about a girl that i was in the college program with correct and if y'all remember I was like details were slowly coming back to me and there's some things that I won't repeat on this podcast because they were kind of fucked up on a level that I mean I'd probably tell y'all in private but yeah. I won't I won't repeat on here. Not that I care if if the girl listens but it really is fucked up and doesn't make me or my friends look very good. But the thing about it is I forgot the best part of that story. Uh-oh. Now to reiterate, the girl I'm talking about, uh, who I've often referred to as the legend of Stank Poussey, Um, <laughs> she had a really funky
2: pussy. Like, right?
3: I never saw it, thank God. I never saw it, it was like but I giant, smelled it. Like it was did y'all funky.
2: call it Patch Adams? Because that would be great.
3: <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but okay. Anyway, so I... I, you could smell her pussy from a mile away. Adam. She was just a really weird chick, and not like a weird like me, but like a weird in a way that just made you want to run screaming from the building.
1: Like like obviously not stable. Yes, very, very unstable.
3: She actually, I'll tell you, one, of the, one day uh, to make up, like to, I guess, get in good with her roommates, she decided to bake them something. She baked them cornbread and wrote, for my roommates in like red jelly, so like
2: it, it looked, looked like, like blood.
3: This. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> and um, so now y'all might recall, I told you that at some point during her college program term, she started turning tricks with African exchange students Correct. who lived in like a separate complex. So and she would
1: like like slide a hand.
3: Yes. Yeah. She
2: she made their dicks disappear into her mouth.
1: Oh. Oh.
3: Probably more than there.
2: In her anus. Um, in her vagina. She would Adam's be, pillow.
3: She would be gone, like, almost every night. <laughs> and But they would still, other ones who weren't fucking her at the time, would call to see if she was available.
2: Did they Did they answer the phone with clicks and pops? You know, like, when when you pick the phone to... Uh,
3: no, like, they
1: weren't token.
2: Uh, uh, and you were like, um, she's not here.
3: But they would call at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning.
1: It was noon over there.
3: <laughs> anyway... So, I told y'all that part of the story, but I forgot the best part of the story. Please fill us in. We found out about two years later after the college program ended, she married one of her tricks. Really? Not only that, she had a kid with him. And the name of that child
1: No. Was,
3: I shit you not. What's this kid's name? Simba. Oh, my God. We almost died when we found that out. And we, we were, like, trying to picture it. We were, like. I mean, I mean, Simba, let us go to the beach. (laughs) She
2: she pop it out and then he walked outside on top of the building and held him up (laughs) in front of everybody to watch. Unfortunately (laughs) I was not there.
1: Well maybe it's hey, maybe it's a family name.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
3: I don't know. I don't know if his name is Mufasa or what. Look at your look at your uncle, his name is Simba too. Oh my god, it was like we almost died. That is awesome. Simba means king. No, it means crazy bitch like in English. <laughs> but uh, hey, she wasn't a bad person, but she really freaked us out. She actually baked cookies once. And this it is really true. 100% like true. Young. This is not hyperbole. She baked them cookies. And Is they, that a, is that
2: a term for something? She baked cookies? No, she baked cookies.
3: Okay, all right. So she 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 left them out for the girls. And they took them and they were like, We're not eating these. So they called us up and they were like, Do you guys want cookies? And we were like, Uh Hell yeah. Yeah, it's I guess. You know? So they came up with them. These things were solid as bricks. We we lived on the third floor, so we went out to the balcony and one of my roommates threw one of the cookies, it arced out like a frisbee, came down, hit the cement, chipped it, and left a brown mark where it hit.
1: I've done that. Yeah, we you your-
3: love brown marks a few places where he put it, but it was your body.
2: <laughs> your
3: underwear. True story. True story. Insane, fucking, dude. like, we were like, we we're never eating anything
1: this fucking bitch, you know.
3: But like I said, she wasn't a bad person, so sometimes... Yeah, it
1: sounds be- great.
3: And that's not even the worst things I have to say about her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I hope I hope the child didn't inherit her, her aroma.
3: Uh, he, well... You know, it could have been a girl, but I'm assuming since the name was Simba, it was
1: a boy. No, but, I mean, you can get some stank. You know what I'm saying? There's some things. Rum, are you telling us you have a stinky dick? No, I'm just saying. I
2: think
3: he is.
1: The stank. We're going to start calling you
3: stinky dick from now on?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe stinky.
3: Wait, get get Mrs. the Rum on the phone.
2: (laughs) uh, Hello? I'm just saying.
1: Hello? That would be a bad thing to inherit. Mom, why did you give me this smelly googe? You know, it's awful.
2: Melly,
1: You
3: have way weirder conversations with your family than we do. Yeah.
2: I've never I've never my, my never.
3: grandmothers accused me of being gay. That's a lot to say.
1: <laughs> you know, you don't want too much, like, game on, you know, on your game. You don't want a gamey game. We
3: should probably move along because it's just making rum look worse. <laughs> I know. I mean, it, it just, it's kind of like I mean, his dick his, is
1: disgusting. His, 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 <laughs> his, smells like... I, mean, I was going to say, mine, mine kind of smells like uh, you know, waffle cones.
3: Do, do you call your, your pubic hair the rainforest?
1: No, I, I, I don't really have much there.
3: Do you call it Narnia?
1: No, I, I call it the Great Plains.
2: <laughs> I'm thinking he calls it swamp.
1: No, it ain't swamp either. <laughs> New Orleans people.
2: What's that going to do with New Orleans people?
1: With the swampiness down there.
2: Oh no,
3: yeah. no, 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 One one person of this trio had a lot to say about having a stinky cock, and it was not no. us.
1: no, I didn't say that i just I didn't say it was a that you, you say it say was googe. that's completely different, man, you need to learn anatomy. I'm pretty sure Googe
3: isn't anywhere in yeah that, anatomy no yeah, it's, not.
1: it's 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 it, old
2: lat. it's an up north version of a taint.
3: Googe sounds like something someone from the fifties would have named their best friend,
2: yeah, come on, Googe. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, we, we got some... You can't some even whistle. I can't. eat movie news to discuss. We have movie
2: news. Movie news. Movie news. I'm Bane, and here's some movie news. <laughs> First of all, Dang we've
3: me. known for a while that there would be an American remake of the greatest action movie of all time. Yes. Which is The Raid Redemption. And I'm fully against this movie, not because I have a problem with Hollywood remaking things, but Hollywood does not understand what made this movie popular. Wait, what's it called? Raid, Raid, Redemption. Raid Redemption.
1: Raid Redemption. Yes. You yeah. never heard of it? It's an Indonesian movie.
2: You know, Ron, we've talked about this movie like six times on this on this cast.
1: He was drunk. Well, I still don't know the movie. It's Indian. Indonesian. Oh, Indonesian. Oh, oh, of course. Let me go through my favorite Indonesian movies.
3: This is why the terrorists hate us. Yes. Because of the rum guy.
1: I'm just saying, I, I, don't, I didn't know they made movies.
3: They don't. They don't. They, uh, they carve shit into rocks with sticks, and um, they wear loincloths. None of the women have tops because, you know, in that part of the world, they've never heard of modesty. Uh the children what's, carry what's carry water from the river in buckets on their heads.
1: Yeah. It's a lot like Ohio. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this episode's getting off to a great start. So how's that raid redemption going? So uh I'm I'm not you know, I'm not gonna like pound the pavement over it, but uh no interest in it. Uh but they they announced the lead actor and I gotta say this actually does piss me off. Taylor Kitsch, best known for John Carter of Mars, where he where he played John Carter, and he was also Gambit before Channing Tatum said "fuck you" and decided he was going to be Gambit in the next movie uh, from the
2: awful, awful X Men Origins Wolverine. Why are you? I'm trying. I was trying to think of the movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it wasn't
1: that bad. I mean, I okay. guess if you you know, it was called X Men or, Origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That wasn't.
2: That yeah, was Wolverine. It was okay. It was okay. okay. It hey, was, it was bad. Like, the CG was fucking horrible. Everything else was,
1: eh. It was something to watch. I didn't go to pay for it. You know, I watched it free on TV, but whatever.
2: Well, so,
3: you know, I don't have anything against this kid. But the thing is, there's nothing remarkable about him. And the, the lead actor in The Raid Redemption is actually not just the lead actor, he's also the fight choreographer. And oh wow the the fights the fights in the that movie are brutal like just I mean blood guts it's I mean they're nuts I'm sorry that rhymed <laughs> uh, but I, I just have no interest in like some crappy you know low rent action movie starring uh, an actor that I don't really have much interest in.
1: They keep going back to to him, I think, because they really are, are trying, just like with John Carter, I mean, they really tried to pull him out of obscurity to put him, they, they were looking for that, they were looking for that guy they could pull from nowhere to make a star, you know, and I think they're still trying to go back to him. Plus, uh, he's probably, you know, well, I'll do it, I'll do it, you know.
3: Well, I'm sure he will, but uh, it just sounds like an awful movie, and granted, who knows? I mean, the thing is, maybe if I had never seen the Raid Redemption,
2: it probably would be good. But, well, well, you don't know what I mean. Who knows? You know
3: I'd mean. be I, do want to give it a chance. Play. But knowing what it came from and knowing that it can't—they're not going to do the Raid Redemption anything like the the actual the, the original movie. It's going to be a wannabe diehard kind of movie, and that sounds awful. On the opposite end of that, for the remake of Kickboxer, which to be fair, that movie's like 25 years old now, so I guess it's open season. Tony Jaa is going to star in that. Now, as much as I love the original Kickboxer movie, I would almost wish they could switch those two actors, because if they announced that Tony Jaa was going to be in the the American Raid Redemption movie, that would be something. That would be something that I could actually get behind.
2: I don't know who Tony Jaa is.
3: He's the guy that does like... Those uh, uh, on Bak movies and oh, shit. Oh, oh okay. The guy yeah, I know that, who he like, is
2: now. He fights lions and shit. Yeah, he's badass, dude. I like that. Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about because I've watched those movies. Mm-hmm.
3: Don't get me wrong. Tony John, a kickboxer movie, sounds pretty awesome. Although, uh, let me ask you all this. Have you all ever seen the sequels to Kickboxer? They're fucking terrible. Oh, yeah. They're pretty awesome. I thought they were pretty good. Kickboxer 2, I actually like better than the original Kickboxer. With, uh, First now, of all, Sasha Mitchell, all
2: kickboxer movies are terrible. Get the fuck
1: you know, out They're kind of they're like the kickboxer movies were like the dance movies that they make like over and over and over and over again. Like, you know, the the you know what I'm talking about? They have like a, a group of really good dancers and hey, we're going to make a movie and you're going to be a dance crew. That was, that was kickboxer in its day. It's like, oh, we're going to bring kickboxing to the mainstream. Let's make a kickboxing movie. and
2: Oh, yeah. you know what I'm thinking? of? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of blood sport. No blood Bloodsport. Um, I
3: remember the first blood sport being good, but I don't remember the caring second, for the, the it. The second and the third one were terrible. That's when what every, I was no, thinking of.
1: Don't miss, miss I un- was just like the American Ninja movies. Oh, my God. You were the only one. Man, American Ninja was awesome. No. It was yes. A, and
2: who was the white dude who played the American Ninja? He was just like some dude. It's like, there's Bob. Let's see if he wants to play an American Ninja movie.
1: His name was Marty Sherwinski. He was a Polish Jew. The thing
3: about the kickboxer movies is, like, the second, third, and fourth actually, quality-wise, aren't the best movies, but entertainment-wise are awesome, and they're all very diverse. Like, the first one stars Van Damme, where he plays this dude who wants to be a professional kickboxer in Thailand or some shit, and he faces this unbeatable Thai dude, and uh, so he beats him. And the second movie, because... Van Dam didn't want to come back. They replaced him with Sasha Mitchell, who was the idiot cousin on, uh, not Full
1: House, but Uh,
3: Step by Step.
1: Step by Step, yeah. (laughs) He was actually good.
3: I've never seen that show.
1: He was really good. Uh, He's a good kickboxer.
3: Well, he actually went to prison
1: for a while for, I think, beating his He did. He well, did. He went for domestic dispute and heroin use.
2: You know what? Well, hey, he he really used his his skills. He was the real kickboxer. He as it, as, it, as it
3: turns out, he did because. So the second movie is him taking revenge for his brother and like winning the title back, uh, because the oh I'm sorry the the Thai guy that got beat at the end of the first one in their story kills Van Dam and his girlfriend from that movie, murders them. So Sasha Mitchell finds about, about this long-lost brother or some, some shit, and goes to defend the family honor, beats him because he also happens to be a kickboxer. Man, Van
2: Dan was in Bloodsport as well. Yes. Okay, that's why I'm getting him confused. He, he was in Bloodsport, Kickboxer, and Lionheart, all w- of which well, are basically the same fucking movie. Basically the same
3: movie. And, uh, and one of his better ones. So, so the third movie, well, at the end of the second movie, the Thai guy gets away or goes to prison, something like that. The third movie, the, Sasha Mitchell's character goes with his mentor to go fight drug lords in brazil (laughs) and then the fourth movie and this is the awesome one the fourth movie flat out goes into uh softcore pornography flat out you're watching chicks get fucking banged stupid in this movie (laughs) it's i mean and i'm not talking about like the kind of fucking like like sensual shit i'm talking they get fucking reamed in this movie at uh, the beginning of the movie, you find out that he went to jail for beating his wife or murdering his wife or something like that. Uh, he didn't do it. The Thai guy did it. And uh, it, I bet you he you you tried that in court.
1: So the Thai guy <laughs>
3: goes to Mexico and becomes a drug lord. And
2: um, This is the worst movie.
3: Ever. You know oh, no, who else is in awesome. that movie? Uh,
1: oh, I, If I'm not mistaken, the, uh, a great cameo by Eric Estrada was also in that movie. I hate you, Rom. No, seriously. He was he was
3: he, not in that fucking movie.
1: Yeah, he was in the movie. Where? He played a bad guy. He was a bad guy in the movie. He was like a like a kingpin, a drug lord.
3: Yeah. Anyway, so the fourth movie okay. uh goes into softcore pornography and it is amazing. It is an awful movie, but it is amazing. Hey, I
1: follow Eric Estrada's career.
3: I don't doubt that for a second. <laughs> In fact, if you revealed to us today that you actually secretly were Eric Estrada, I, 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 I would believe you. Yes. I would believe you.
1: I met Eric Estrada
3: here oh, in Savannah. Did you try to take ham out of his mouth?
1: No, uh, he was doing a uh, a commercial, and uh, I happened to be coming out of a Schlotzky's deli at the time, and uh, they were filming. As I, you know, this happens a lot when I'm coming out of something, I run into famous people, and uh, I was like, "Oh, hey, Eric Estrada, that's cool." You know? Anyway, that was my meeting. <laughs> Very <laughs> anticlimactic, I know. Hey,
3: no, that's Eric, exactly what we needed and what we wanted out of that story.
2: That yeah. is exactly. We didn't need any more, like, I hate Eric Estrada because he, he owes me 50 cents.
1: Oh, I don't, he didn't owe me anything. I did, uh. I bought, you know.
2: a, I bought a coffee for Eric Estrada. That motherfucker never said thank you. I hate him.
1: <laughs> him,
2: him, the fucking pandas, and uh Mr. Rogers, they're all dicks.
1: You know, you know who, who I really wasn't a fan of when I met Julia Roberts.
2: Why do you? She was, hate Julia Roberts,
3: Rome.
1: Well, she was she was kind of pissy. She when I came out, I was um. I, I was coming. Never mind. I was coming out of the doctor's and uh, after an injury. Oh, imagine so, that. Wow, that's the strangest thing in the world. And I'm walking across the street and uh, I get to the the curb and I didn't wasn't looking where I was going and I booted her purse. She was uh, filming uh, the movie Something to Talk About, and there was a scene where she's sitting on like, then, sitting down.
2: When you kicked, her, when you kicked her purse, she you go, Now nah, there's something to talk about, bitch, and walk off?
1: No, I, I didn't know. Because that, that, <laughs> that would have been and awesome. I, I ran into the street and gra- grabbed the purse, and here was a prop, and I hear, cut! And I turn, oh, shit, I'm in a movie, which happens a lot when you're here. I'm going to watch purse. Something
3: to Talk About now and look for this scene. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway... Eric Estrada.
3: Folks, he's not lying, by the way. Like, I was trying to explain to Squirrels the other day that that you and her have so much in common because you both tell these stories that if I had never met you and I had no idea who you were, I would think you were a lying sack of shit. Like, y'all tell these (laughs) stories that you don't even sound – like, it's not just the story itself is unbelievable. The way you tell it makes it sound like a made-up story, and she does the same thing. I'm sorry. But I know you. It is a true story. It's a true true story. <laughs> yeah, true story. I mean, I'm not trying to insult you. Trying to get real world. No, was this I trying to insult her. I just think it's 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 incredible how y'all tell these stories, and it's just like the way you tell it just makes makes people go, this well, "Who have you?" Shit.
1: Now, you guys have probably run, not gone to a con or something, and met somebody famous or pseudo-famous just accidentally, right?
3: Uh, yes, yes but uh, one I was in Los Angeles. The other was, I was on a movie shoot.
1: So oh, I mean, a movie shoot can't count because you're expecting to see somebody famous there. Uh, Los Angeles, who was it?
3: I uh, I don't know if I told the story. Right you here told or not. me. Okay. When I was uh, no, I was 17 for my high school senior trip. We went to Los Angeles, and one of the nights that we were there, um, you know, how celebrities will buy restaurants, but not really. They're just partners that put right. their name on it. Uh, Steven Spielberg had a restaurant called Dive. And Dive was, it wasn't a Dive, surprisingly, but it was a themed restaurant that was designed like the inside was the yellow submarine from the Beatles.
2: Oh, that's cool. Like, they had,
3: like, sort of, like, railings, like, like train tracks for model uh, submarines to go around. It was kind of a neat restaurant. I don't remember if it was any good, but it was kind of neat. And um, we, we had to wait for a table, so uh, I'm sitting there... And as usual, I'm all up in my head, and I don't know what I was thinking about. But I was sitting next to my former best friend, Chris. We were just sitting there quietly. We weren't talking. And we were staring, and there was a couple across from us on the other side of the waiting room. I mean, only a few feet. And they're they're on a date, clearly, and they're talking. And as I'm looking at her, like my brain is sort of subconsciously starting to convalesce into – into a thought, and I'm slowly realizing that chick looks a lot like Daisy Fuentes, who at the time was a big star. She was on MTV, she was a model. right? It kind of looks like her, but it doesn't really look like her. And he and I like, apparently came in that thought at the same time, because we just sort of looked at each other and said, is that, is that yeah, I think it is. I, I think that's Daisy Fuentes. And I was like, no, is it? it uh, I don't know. And he's like, go ask. And I don't know why he asked me. Because you would do it. Not at the time. I I mean, as bad as I am at talking to women now, I was petrified of them back then. But, so eventually I was like, all right, fuck it. So I walked over to her. (laughs) I was so rude to the dude she was on a date with. I I, I genuinely felt bad as I thought about it years later. I kind of put my hand, like, in front of his face, like, excuse me, sorry to interrupt. I was like, she was like, yes. Uh, I said, um, I'm sorry, ma'am. I hate to bother you, but are you Daisy Fuentes? She, she kind of slowly, like, eyes me and goes, yes? <laughs> but the way she said it sounded kind of like a question. Like I, I, like, I didn't know what that means. I was like, uh, are you fucking with me? And she goes, are you fucking with me? <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant. So I was like, uh, I, I was like, okay. <laughs>
1: I turned. Around. I mean, yeah, you just set yourself up for an awkward situation at that point.
3: Yeah, well, I was 17. I turned around, I was like, ah, it's her. And Chris fucking grabbed me by my arm. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, we're going to go get a pick. Leave Daisy Fuentes alone. And I was like, in my head, in my head, I fulfilled the goal. I thought
1: the goal was just to find out if it was her or not. And he stole your thunder. Did he get up and go, he run over and go, I am so sorry for him. I'm so sorry. No, no, actually, we were rude again.
3: Uh, we then on a second time and actually her date wasn't very good looking surprisingly um, we were like excuse me can we get a picture probably her agent and there's an awful picture of me and him in our senior yearbook from that
1: Daisy Fuentes
3: <laughs> yeah you know the weird thing is, is like you know how they say models and celebrities mostly don't look like themselves in public she, yeah I mean she was pretty in a very normal way she did not look anything like she did, like, when they, you know, put makeup on and hair. Oh, no, and no like.
1: nobody does, you know. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's the movie makeup right well, there. What I
3: don't understand about that is, like, well, how do you get to be a model in the first place? Like, aren't you supposed to fit that? Mo- I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I'm not You have to be able that.
1: to fit the dress. That's pretty much how that works. Fit the dress and be able to take, uh, take notes.
3: I guess so. But it was a very weird incident. I, I'll never forget her just
2: going, you fucking with me?
1: <laughs> what, about, what about you, Wayne? Yeah. What about me? What about who'd you meet?
2: Uh, d- uh nobody important.
1: Well, I mean, you've met somebody. Queen okay, of the
2: Dark, huh? Elara Queen. Of that would the... be awesome. Yeah, for a few minutes at Comic Con, nothing spectacular. Well, who was this? What? What do you mean? The person that you? Oh, oh, to? just like uh, I've, I've met like not really like celebrities though. I mean, there were more. There were more like fucking um.
1: The government he's a loose term. Oh,
2: okay. you know, like just local government okay. officials. Not I thought you were right. going to say somebody like unimportant, like Phil and Selma or something like that. Well, I mean, you know, i met him a bunch of times. I, I, you see, you've got to understand those kind of guys, not that they're not important or not famous, it's just that I've they're hung from out with, around the block. Yeah, I've hung out with the dudes so many times that mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it's not like him or you meeting these people. you know It's right. just like, oh hey, how you doing? You know that kind of thing. Do you know who hates me? Everybody.
1: Mr Rogers. Bobcat goldwaith well
3: well, probably because you didn't say his name right
1: but... well, whatever his name is, what is his last name Goldwaite. whatever
3: um what a why dirt. why does he hate you incidentally?
1: I was waiting for um this girl I know to get off work and uh she was she was working at an ice cream place at the airport
2: this would this would be your wife,
1: yes, this would be my wife, but at the time she was just this girl I knew anyway um <laughs> I know this story, so yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So um, she, uh, here comes Bobcat, and he's he's in between a, or he's rushing for a flight. Anyway, he's really rude, and he's being rude to her, and she's getting pissed. And he he threw he threw toppings at her. He reached over the counter and threw toppings at her, like M and M's and shit. And that pissed me off. So I got in his face, and here I am. I'm at that time. He's he's super. I guess you know he was famous for a while. You know he had he had some stuff going on the police academies, I guess, and he was coming off that. And he was what is that awful clown movie he did?
2: Oh man, Shakes, dude, that clown kind of movie is awesome. He, yeah, he he's, he still directs. He does a lot of directing. He it's does not, a lot of directing. He does stand up too.
1: Okay, well, I got I got in his face and uh, there there was this confrontation and I, I took his uh, his ice cream and dumped it on him.
2: That's beautiful.
3: You know what?
1: Yeah.
2: If
3: most people told that story, I would think, you know, you remember this story. I guarantee you he doesn't. In this case, I, I wonder if he doesn't have like the image of the rum guy burned into his brain eternally. Yeah,
1: like guy, just like mother- just like uh, Al Green. Al Green hates me. How can you piss so off does, the uh, reverend? So Al Green hates me, and so does uh, John Stamos. So, at the same time, they hate me because and, I met them both again at the same time.
2: And so does the late, uh, what's her name from? Um...
3: Do you see why I say your story sound fake? Why is John Stamos well, and the Reverend Al Green? <laughs> Al, you,
1: I told you this story it, before. It, it, no, no, you, you didn't. haven't. That's I've never told you the Al Green story. Didn't this, no.
3: Didn't this, like at the end, didn't he look at you and say, let's stay together? Or no. Simply beautiful. i,
1: I, I never told you the Al Green story.
3: Please no. well, tell the story.
1: Okay, Al Green. Do you remember when uh, the movie Scrooge came out? And um,
3: No, I was too young for that. Sc- uh, Scrooge? Scrooge. Scrooge-ed. Oh, yeah. I remember. I love Scrooge. Scrooge. It's my favorite Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. Remember the song that was hit, uh, uh, out? And it was Al Green and uh, whats up your up name What's-her-name? Yes, that song.
3: And the world will be a better of... I didn't know that was Al Green, actually, but go
1: on. He, he went through... Um, he was doing a tour of schools and, and colleges and stuff, and he was it was like an, uh, a motivational speaking thing about staying in school and believing in yourself. One of those bullshit assemblies that your school says, okay, we're having assembly <laughs> Stay today.
3: In school bullshit like that.
1: Yeah, you know that thing. Anyway, I was I was on uh, I was I was working the stage and in, in, in part of the AV department. So um, Al Green comes on, and he, you know he's not a very tall dude. He's like four foot something. You know he's not very tall. He's damn near a dwarf. Anyway, he had this really ugly green suit on and these, these like, uh, very expensive shoes, apparently. Anyway, he gets on the stage, and they're doing the bouncing ball over top of the words so everybody could sing along and, you know, whatever. Um, anyway, pulling the curtains. You know, we're, we're, we're working the curtains to, to open up so the screen, so you can see the bouncing ball over the letters. They had the big movie screen at school. Anyway, the uh, cable system broke. I yanked it. I yanked it and it, it fell on top of Al Green. So you, I don't know, uh, stage curtains are heavy. They're very heavy. <laughs> and they're like many, many yards of heavy, like, fabric. And they fall and they cover him. And, and he's, he's underneath it going, get me out! And he's doing his Al Green voice. Oh my God, oh my God. And he gets up. He Again, out, wait, wait. And his people come out. What?
2: Hold that story one second. Now, you did hear the voice you made. <laughs>
1: Well, that's Al Green. I was doing my Al Green impression.
2: That's the black guy impression.
1: That's Al Green. It's, it's different for everybody. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Anyway, I, we, I, I'm helping dig out Al Green, and he's wanting to know who's responsible for this. And, of course, the other people are pointing at me. I'm like, I just pulled the damn rope. Anyway, he's now pissed off at me, and he's, he's talking about his hair being met. He's on stage, right, and there's, it's all mic'd. So he's screaming at me in front of my entire school. And he says, it's your fault. Look at me. I'm all disheveled. And he's talking about a suit. And my suit is more than my – his suit is costs more than my dad makes in a year. And where the fuck is my shoe? He lost a shoe. We couldn't find the shoe. It was somewhere in the curtains. I love Al Green. Then, yeah. Yeah, he was he was pissed. And anyway, I found his shoe, and I handed it to him. And he, had, he took that shoe and looked like he was going to hit me with it. And somebody stopped him. He said, you never come near me again. You never come near me again. He walked off. Assembly over. Okay, fine. About two years later, they have a thing in Pittsburgh called. Um, oh, what the? F- it's it's like a convention, and they do different like some. It's it's like a con before they had uh, cons, I guess. It was like some famous people, and they were selling products and, and stuff. I don't know. It was a. It was called the Expo Mart. Anyway, they were there and they were signing. He was there signing autographs and he had another album out and he was signing uh, copies of the album and stuff like that. So I just happened to be at that Expo Mart and I'm walking around the Expo Mart. I'm seeing. Uh, I see the poster. I'm like, oh my god, Al Green's here! Oh, I got to see if he remembers. (laughs) Apparently,
3: Hey, remember that guy that I made hate my guts. Let's go fuck with him.
1: (laughs) So, so, so I get in line and I'm standing there. Now, you have to understand what I looked like at the time. I had a um, my uh, a beard. I had a beard with three braids in it. My hair was about down to back of my calf. So I just looked like a, a very over i I didn't look like i should be there anyway anyway i I walk up and Al green looks at me he's like whoa and i said uh you know and i I had a copy of his uh one of the free prints that they have of like al green and i'm like hey you sign this he's like great who do i make it out to and i told him my name and uh he's and i looked at him he goes man you he says you kind of look familiar i said well i should look familiar i said you were at my high school you did that that whole thing with the bouncing ball and the Scrooge soundtrack. He was like, oh, yeah. He said, did you like it? I said, it was great. I said, do you remember when the curtain fell on you? And he looked at me and went, he looked puzzled and then it kind of, like, you could see the light bulb click in his head. And he looked over to his, he has, like, a lot of large people around him at all times.
3: Yeah, Yeah, they're called black people.
1: (laughs) Well, He just had this large bouncer-looking dude. And he looked at me and goes... all black people are large, sir. He he pushed... All the ones I've bought... He crushed up the photo of himself and threw it in the trash can. And looked at me and said, he actually didn't say anything to me. He looked at the guy and said, this man needs to leave me. He needs to 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 leave my sight. So the guy escorted me away from him. So I get in, right bam right next to him is John Stamos. Apparently they're tight. I didn't know they're tight. So I'm in line with John for John Stamos. I'm going to get a John Stamos autograph. What the fuck? So I'm in there <laughs> and I and I get up there and uh, he's he's actually signing stuff, but he's Sees and witnesses this stuff going on. So I get up to John Stamos and I uh, says, hey, how you doing, Lee? I said, uh, you know, you know, what do you say? I said, oh, big fan, whatever. And uh, he starts signing the picture. because what happened? I told him the story, and he goes, Al told me about that. He is a good man, and you should never I- – he says, you know what? This is gone. And he, John Stamos ripped, his, ripped that picture up. I'm like, I just wasted like an hour and a half waiting for autographs, and every time I get up here, someone rips something in half. So John Stamos – Stands up, calls security because John Stamos thought Al Green had uh, had 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 told me to leave, and he didn't. But he just told me to get away from him. So I, I, I was anyway. There was this whole confusion. Later on, I get a uh, because now he knows my name. Uh, about four, six weeks later, and I still have a copy of it. I got a a, a notice, basically a – what do you call it when you're you're told to stay away from people? A restraining order? Thank you. A restraining order from Al Green, signed by Al Green, saying that I'm never to be in his presence again, ever. I can't even go to a concert like I'd want to, but I can't even go to a concert. But the funny side of that story is I have a piece of paper with his autograph on it.
2: That's awesome. You need, to, you need to take
3: That's it. the funny part of that story. I love that. <laughs> that is the funny part of the story.
2: Um, I almost killed Al Green with a uh, giant uh, napkin. Oh, you did? No. I'm
3: oh. making fun of you.
1: Oh, you're making fun of me. I,
3: I that would have a you. weird coincidence. Yeah, it would have been fucking crazy. Um, by the way, uh, yes. the name of this episode is definitely... The, the, Al Green has a restraining order against the Rome guy. Oh, yeah. I don't oh, care about it's
2: 100, 100%. Long. <laughs> I wonder um, if it's still good. Uh, uh, does, there is a statute of limitations I suppose you, you'd you have
3: to go find him to find out. Like, <laughs>
2: Well, he's so old now that you can walk up to him, he might not really remember who you are. Oh,
3: he still remembers. At this point.
2: He, but, no, and, no, what I you bet, ought to do, you ought to go I up bet to him. I dro- remembers. You need to go up to him and talk to him and then say, you remember me? If he says no, drop a curtain on him.
1: Did you know Stamos I, you know what? I, is afraid of midgets? I was pissed off. No. Well, he should be afraid of Al Green because dude's short. Anyway, I Stamos.
2: I, I want <laughs> I want to cast Stamos and uh, Peter Dinklage in a movie together. That'd be awesome. Where they fight? Oh my god! But that, I,
1: I I do you
2: I understand
3: why play. your stories sound unbelievable? The Reverend Al Green and fucking Uncle L- Jesse, legendary R and B singer, and the guy who. May have been have finger fucked the Olsen twins at some point in his life. Have restraining orders on you.
1: Well, just Al Green. Al, I, I, but I actually got to uh, tell John Stamos to uh, to uh, shut the fuck up and uh, to fuck him. So <laughs> fuck I, the I,
3: Reverend Al Green, or
1: to to I just I was really pissed off because he was making a big scene. I'm like, what the fuck is your problem? You know, so sit the fuck down. I told him to sit the fuck down. That was was funny, and that's um, that's probably what did it.
3: You, you know, my, my question, I understand Al Green. What the fuck did
1: you want John Stamos's autograph for? Well, he was just next to it. What the, the, the fuck John Stamos, dude? The line was shorter, unless... and it was right next to Al Green. And I just wanted to, I was pissed off at Al Green, and I figured, he doesn't want me around him? I'm going to stand in this line, motherfucker. I'm right next to your ass.
3: Look, unless he was literally dick deep in Rebecca Romaine at the time, I just would not give a fuck about getting John Stamos' autograph
1: who marries a woman named after lettuce? Oh
3: my god! Somebody with eyes.
1: <laughs> lettuce chick.
3: Oh my god!
1: She's Girl, leafy green.
3: Romeo you're such a weirdo. I don't even know. There's nothing that you can do with that story. It's just well, that's, uh, there's nothing else I can do. I just told it. That's perfect the end.
2: encapsulation of your life. Oh well. That's pretty awesome. It'd have been even more awesome if you would have asked John Stamos to smell his finger.
1: Can I smell your
2: finger?
3: I know where it's
2: been. He probably thought, hadn't
3: fucked Rebecca Romain. Oh, you met the Olsen twins. Okay, gotcha. Either way.
1: I, I thought it was kind of cool I got to tell them to sit the fuck down. I, I, you know, at, at that time, I looked I like a very short, pissed-off Charles Manson.
3: You hear that, Stamos? The rum guy's calling you out. He said That's you're it. a punk-ass. You That's were a punk-ass right. then. You're a punk-ass now. Now, if you want to answer these, be, feel free to go to the MHOG podcast at booking dot or at gmail dot com and come talk shit to us you can come bitch. on the show and you can tell the rum guy that you're not afraid of him anymore
2: that's right you can tell <laughs> but, the rum, you can tell the rum Stamos,
3: guy to sit the fuck down but Stamos as long as you don't come on the show we're just gonna assume that you're a punk ass bitch that's on the run that's afraid of the rum guy pussy and me too I mean pussy you know he's got he's got friends like Melissa McCarthy Zinga uh, he fucking killed Mister Rogers. He
2: killed Mister Rogers. the Fucking killed Mister Rogers. That's right. Fuck you, Trent Reznor. Motherfucker is crazy. Asshat. That's right. And he taught he he taught pandas how to fuck.
1: No, I didn't. I wish I did. They'd, they'd probably do it better.
3: <laughs> pandas was his his gang. Yeah, it was like yeah. Uh, anyway, that was the jail guy. <laughs> oh, that was an interesting story. So, <laughs> so moving on to more news. Uh, because we can't possibly top Al Green has a restraining order. <laughs> um, all right, so y'all might remember that uh, for the last two years, there's been a lot of talk about Ghostbusters 3 uh, being made and mm-hmm. who was going to be in it and who wasn't going to be in it. Well, apparently when Harold Ramis died, that killed the possibility of a Ghostbusters reunion. It did not, however, kill... Possibility of another Ghostbusters movie, and now Paul Feig, the guy who made what I have to uh, refer to as the most depressing comedy in human history, uh, he he wrote and directed, uh, or I think he wrote um, Bridesmaids, and uh, he is making a female centric Ghostbusters remake. And I gotta say, I, I, can we just fucking like look? I like Ghostbusters, and I like Go, Ghostbusters Two. They're great movie, uh, great movies. You can rewatch them. You know they hold up.
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't get old. They're good movies.
3: But at the end of the day, they're just comedies, and they're not even Harry Raybus's best movies. Oh, God Certain, no. certainly not Bill uh, Bill, Bill Murray's best movies. No. Can we just fucking move on as a culture and, and accept that Ghostbusters is in the
2: past? No, I love Ghostbusters.
3: Okay, so you're going to see the what is it? Uh, the the chick from Bridesmaids as as Bill Murray's character? No, in Ghostbusters three. I won't go see that. Okay, so, like I said, let's let it die.
1: Well, who's going to be in it? Do we know?
3: Well, they're in the beginning stages of it. Okay. They
2: just announced Paul Feig is... We well, don't. Harold Ramis' character is going to be played by your friend who wanted the pork.
3: Well, yeah, that's one thing they mentioned, because apparently Paul Feig has three movies that she's in, because uh, he was responsible for uh, The Heat. With mm-hmm. her and Sandra Boyd. And... and apparently there's a movie called Spy coming up that she's in. Oh, okay. I thought maybe
2: it was that Tammy movie that...
1: that no, he's not Rumble. responsible for that. That um, rum slumps was...
2: over those two people for. Is that the movie, right? That is, that, is, that is. Yeah, that's the one.
1: That's the movie.
3: I didn't realize that. I thought you said uh, Dan Aykroyd was in it.
1: Dan Aykroyd... Uh, uh, no, he just for, met him at the, that uh, shoot. Yeah.
3: Okay. So they're saying... She might, and You look. I like Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. I think that Hollywood's trying to kill her career by putting her in everything. In everything, and she's plays the same shitty role in every movie.
2: Yeah, she's like, the same gross, fat, fat, fat ugly girl. That, that's mm-hmm. stupid. That's a smart. And ass. I
3: I like the heat, but it was okay. Nobody. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't mind blowing, but it was it was decent. Had a, little, a
1: lot of potty mouth in it. And Mark. <laughs> Hi, yeah,
3: Ray. Hi, I don't want to see her as fucking Egon, or or actually, I think she'd be Ray.
1: Well, I don't yeah. think they could actually name them these people. I mean, there's no, people but
3: they're gonna fulfill they're gonna, those roles. Yeah, there's they're going to be a Peter uh, bankman esque character. You know, it's I don't know. Uh, also, I don't. I don't mind like if you did another Ghostbusters let's say they decided, okay, we're gonna do Ghostbusters three with a new generation. And two of the characters are women. Okay, yeah, that's cool. But when you say there's going to be a specifically female-driven Ghostbusters movie, something forced to be like, look, we love women. Yeah, I love pussy too. I, I don't necessarily need <laughs> see it like fucking dominate my movie. It's it's a weird thing to announce that that's which sh- the direction that you're going. Right.
2: You know.
1: Well, what what if what car- what women? Okay, what was it? There was three original Ghostbusters, right? Four. 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 Well, yeah, you got, you had... Uh, yeah, it wasn't Who would be name. the black
3: one, Winston Zedmore? Who would be the black female? I'm thinking Zoe Saldana, just because... I don't think... And everything. I don't think she'd be. She'd be one, no. I
1: think... I think it would be an Asian girl. That uh, would be funny. Uh,
2: Lucy Liu? No. No. Uh, let me think. No,
1: she's too serious. Medea. No, that's, that's fucking... I would set
3: Hollywood on fire if that happened.
1: No, no, no. It's got to be... Uh, I don't know. They'll find somebody. Maybe the, uh, the girl that was in... Um, uh, Who's Sophia Vergara! Oh Oh, that she would be good in that. I'd watch that, that would be funny. I that would be cool.
2: Those, I love those titties. Um,
1: and and she comes who out with the
2: who's the, the black female comedian that just, just came out? Did you play? really just say that? Who just came out? As a lesbian? <laughs> who's and that all black other stuff? comedian? She's really popular. She came out as a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you talk
3: about Wanda Sykes. There you go.
2: That's your that's your black character and Ghostbusters.
3: I forgot that she came out as a lesbian. Yeah.
1: Okay, one Sykes, I think, I think she's Sophia Vergara.
3: I think they're going to go because you got to remember the, when they were in Ghostbusters, they were probably like twenty-seven or something.
2: Yeah, but they want somebody that's going to be funny, and they want somebody. They don't. There's more than one funny just, black chick. Out no, there. but what I'm what I'm saying is you know, it's not going to be, pack it's be it precious. Yeah, you go. That'll be a good one. Precious. That's horrible.
1: That is awful. She's not uh, she, but, in
2: anything. Did you she's, ever see she's that? She's like but, the female version of one of the fat boys. I didn't
3: see. I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see this movie, but I saw the trailer for Tower Heist. Where, I watched it. Where Eddie Murphy well, was good was talking to her, and it she was starts funny. talking about getting finger fucked. I was like, "Oh my
2: god, really?" And he, and he was all into it too. Well, he just got out of prison. I,
3: I
1: thought mean, that. I thought that movie was actually kind of funny. It was pretty funny. But I think so. <laughs> Pia would be very good. Cool. She could actually. I could see the funny line, but it'd be ghost. Busters, and she has this really tight T-shirt on, and Busters is across her chest. Should, I just think that'd be funny.
3: You should pitch that to her.
2: Funny or die. Come on, Sophia
0: with,
3: All right, yeah. Coach, All right. at
2: gmail.com. Look, look, I have, I have a question for Adam. What's
0: that?
1: All right.
2: My question for you is nothing to do with these movies, nothing to do with any of that. Oh, it's God. to do with Here country music. Okay. Now... I was told to ask you... This isn't
3: going to
0: be some fucking
3: super insulting shit, is it? No, no,
2: I was told to ask you by by females, because I have no idea who this person is. Females? Yes. I have no idea. I, I mean, not the person Are that you I'd
3: a 20-year-old black person? Why <laughs> do, you, do you really just refer to women as females? No, I'm telling you. I was, you, I was, I was told to ask you about females no, no. from country music stars.
2: No, I was told to ask you by females. It was more than one. Who are these women? Since you, People I know. Name them? No. No. Why? not going to be named on the air. I'll, their I'll have been protected. But I'll edit it they out. just want to know. Since I want to know who it is. Since I
3: since won't answer your question unless you tell me who it is. women
2: from work. What's their names?
1: Maddie and JoJo. Now, exactly. answer the question. The question
2: is... Do you know somebody else named JoJo? I do. The question is, do you think Luke Bryan's butt is cute? Moving on. Because Because...
3: Never fucking looked at Luke Bryan's butt. Well, but but
2: but people are going crazy for this dude, and that's that's the whole thing. Is he like is he like the interesting sound and voice? Is he like the new hot thing? I mean, I don't know who he is at all. He's he's been around for a while. Uh, He uh,
3: (laughs) he did a song. uh, I don't know if y'all remember this, but uh, five years ago, maybe it was after Katrina. Uh, Some while ago, there was a massive flood in Nashville, like the. The country music oh, called Rain Underwater because it's all hilly. Um, just about a month prior to that, maybe two months, Luke Bryan came out with a song called Rain is a Good Thing.
2: <laughs> That's fucked up right there.
3: <laughs> it's a good song. It was playing a lot, and then that <laughs> shit happened, and uh, the, the country stations in the area decided to stop playing it. <laughs> now, he's been around for like maybe seven years now.
1: No, I, I'm not really digging a lot of the new – this is so metal. I'm not really digging a lot of the new country stuff because it – But he's
3: not new. He's been around for a long
1: no, time. No, but I mean I the sound. Like a lot. lot of these country artists now, they're just like, you know, they're they're, they're just talking. It's just a lot of talking that's, you
3: know,
1: over their guitar. That's but what it, Johnny Cash did. Yeah, I mean, Yeah, but I mean he did it with style. You know, these people are like, Yeah. Well, you
3: have some very – why didn't this come up on the Hannibal episode? You have some arbitrary like decision making, like like your opinions are always
1: like, well, I I believe, just, I believed what Johnny Cash said. I, I knew he lived this life. These songs are things that that he lived and he wrote about. These people were like, you believe that he got out of the tractor and her shorts were tight. You know what? Well, so. But
2: I mean, you know, you know, it's really crazy. I mean, this is going back to the the reason I brought that butt thing up was
1: I just want to stab you
2: was because of the um, the, the women were telling me about they actually have Facebook pages dedicated to this dude's ass.
3: I'm sure they do. It's it's the Internet. You think, I know, but it's just
2: hysterical.
3: It's you, called
1: ass pages.
3: You think they don't have uh, they don't have ass like, pages got, for me? There's probably like pictures for me. Of the Slipknot guy's dick somewhere on the internet. I mean, what, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know who's the most popular person in metal. Oh, yeah,
2: I know what you're saying. You nice. I, Zach I mean, Bob.
3: whatever. It's probably like
2: chest, you know, chest pages for him, you know. We need, a, we need to start our own fan pages for, like, our arms or something. That would be hysterical. Arm yeah. pit pages. Nipples. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's Nipples, the, nipples, nipples. The boys from M-Hog's nipple page.
1: Buttcliffs.
3: Uh, I mean... But hey, yeah, you know, look, uh, people used to obsess over Tim McGraw's ass when he was in his twenties. Uh, well, that's
1: because he's an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Chuck There was actually, <laughs> uh,
3: there was actually an incident a couple years back where he was performing, and uh, his wife Faith is usually around him with the kids. You know, I don't, I don't, they don't necessarily do tours together, but but they're always out on the road with him. Some some chick, like, he was, like, reaching over some chick, like, went up, like, sprung, ran up and grabbed his ass. And fucking Faith Hill came out and, like, tried to fight her <laughs> and well, was I, like, you don't put your hands on somebody's husband. <laughs> There's a fucking video of it on the it was, internet. She's, it's fucking hilarious. Faith Hill's,
1: she's very pretty. Yeah. She's she's pretty. Yeah. You know, I, I like, um, I think it's cool that they're, they're you know... There's still a couple, you know. They're still married. That's one cool thing about country artists. When they marry, you don't hear country artists getting divorced and I'm blah sure blah they blah. Do,
3: uh, George Jones
1: and yeah, but I mean, not as much as like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Um,
3: I I think that's just because country people tend, to, for the most part, mind their own business. Like you know, it's it's
1: more. <sighs> I mean, look, look I at uh, Miranda Lambert and uh, Blake, Blake. Shelton, yeah. They're a good couple. It's an odd couple, but they're a good couple. Yeah, well, but i see them hanging out for a long time.
3: Oh, I'm sure. Oh, well, she'd shoot
1: him. Yeah, she would. She. He, he, him. If he fucking
3: would not cheat on her. She would fucking flat out shoot you.
1: Man, his house is awesome. I want to fuck her so bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys are fucking so weird. Cause like he screams out, "Man, their house is awesome," and then you're like, "Man, I want to fuck her so bad." <laughs> <laughs> we I can do. we can tell where
3: either one of you. I would fucking cut Blake Shelton open and fucking wear him like a tauntaun just to get in that.
1: Oh, you don't even know. Uh,
3: uh, really? Uh, really? Yeah, I'm the
1: weird one. I'm uh, the weird one.
2: Uh, oh my god! You are
1: because you're talking See, about this. Is, house. This is a difference between this man. I'm looking at going, man. This man's investing well. You're and you're right. like, and you're I'm like, yeah, hey, I want to
2: invest in that.
1: Yeah, you're like, I'm gonna have her. I'm like, I'm I want the have his mutual bank account.
2: I want those mutual funds. She's
3: hot and she's violent. I I'm just oh my god. I want it so bad. Did I ever tell you the story of when I went to see her in concert? No. Probably I don't think I've ever told this on here. It's it's mildly amusing. I uh <laughs> she was at the House of Blues, which is a fucking awful venue. No matter how bad you want to see the person that's playing there. Really? It's never really that great an experience
1: going to House of Blues. I like I've, it. I've I've been to a couple House of Blues and I've had I thought they were great. Maybe it's just the one down there. Uh, it's,
2: it's just cuz it's is it because it's just a standing room only kind of place?
3: It's stand room you, you don't so there's no assigned seating so if you want to be in the front you basically have to fucking get there super early. Nah, you just fight your way to post the front. up not in this crowd. Well, not
2: in a country show, Not in I mean, the yeah, They yeah.
3: they were they were packed like sardines for her. Uh, cuz at the time she wasn't necessarily a major act now she is now she headlines and all that shit but so i went to see her i i for some reason i didn't realize i guess because it didn't say it on ticket i didn't realize she was one of those people that like would have locals open for her so i got there at like eight o'clock this dude comes on and he's doing like kind of all rock and he doesn't necessarily sound bad he's not memorable but i remember he came out on the stage and was like hey guys I just wanted to let y'all know, I'm just a big old redneck like y'all! I was like, dude, if you don't get off this fucking stage right now, I swear to Christ, like, what? That's
1: just, that's just inexperience is what that was. uh, Yeah, stupidity for sure. And,
3: uh, so he starts playing, and like I said, it's, it's okay. Um, if I was out and that was playing, I'd be like, alright, whatever. Unoffensive. But, not that great, and I wanted to see her. That's what I paid the money to see so she's supposed to go on at like nine fifteen. she was like a fucking half hour late like i'm tired i'm thirsty i couldn't leave my spot because i got like right up by the by the front of the stage so i'm sitting there or standing there and just like this motherfucker fucking i don't give a fuck who she is fuck this shit i fucked it I, I wish i had never fucking spent the money fuck this bitch this is bullshit fuck this fuck this fuck this and then she comes out, and I'm like, oh, pretty.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and she started playing. And actually, one, one of her slower songs. she sat on the stage, and she was looking at me. And yeah, and She wasn't to, looking she at you. Sing, she was singing right to me. Uh-huh. She was not. Look, she was I swear at, to God, the crowd kind of parted to give her some space. Uh-huh. She, she was, was looking at the looking teleprompter
1: because right she can remember the lyrics.
3: She yeah. was sitting on the stage. There wasn't a teleprompter.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. She, she was, was a guy with
3: cue cards. She was looking at you. Huh? Miranda, if you can hear this. I, will, was, I won't kill your husband. <laughs> just call and tell these guys that our love is real.
1: She was looking at the waiter bringing the drinks out, going, oh, man, or I'm if thirsty. you would like, your host something killed. to drink.
3: If that's if that's what you're looking for, I mean, it's a possibility.
1: We don't
2: on this show. We do not condone Murder, uh, murdering, murdering Blake murdering, Shelton in yes. order to to have uh, Adam, uh, Adam. Blake, Blake
3: Shelton's possible awesome. He's a cool guy. Lambert. He is a cool guy.
2: Now, if and if Blake Shelton wants to have sex with Adam i actually like the Blake body. Shelton's a big enough dude that if he
3: wanted to have sex with me, I, there's probably not
2: a lot I could do. Well, with what him. I'm saying is, if Blake Shelton says, "Hey, I gotta fuck you in the ass before you can fuck my wife," would you do it? Depends on how big his dick is. Doesn't matter. It does to me. No. 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 Yes, that's, it does. It's either yes your,
3: or no. The answer is it depends on how big his dick is. That's not a good answer. It's it's you the know, fucking only answer that right. makes all sense. Right,
2: all right, well here you go. What what's, kind of fucking answer would you have? What's none? Because I wouldn't want to fuck her. What's what is too much? <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, it's, I guess it's more about girth than. <laughs> I don't
1: really know. How are we really having this conversation?
3: Yes. Well, look. Uh, this time, so I You know, funny enough, speaks? Speak you of, in Iceland. People love this. this. Speaking of Bobcat Goldthwait, yeah, I don't uh, this. this uh, uh, you reminded me of this. Um I don't know if you know who his ex girlfriend is. He used to date. He used so, to date Nikki
1: I mean, Cox. Cox, yeah.
3: She was hot. Yes, she, she still is hot. Yeah, she still looks good. I mean,
1: yeah, I'm sure she has got was, a little age she, on yeah. her. Who
3: cares? She's married to Jay Moore now. Yeah, and he loves to tell this story. It's a funny story. He said on their first date, she asked him, "This was a test. If I had a, if I had a dick, would you let me fuck you?" He said he knew right away the right answer was yes, and you know, it was a test. To me, the right answer should have been. How big? Because if she doesn't have one, hopefully, it doesn't matter. If she does have one wait, I think I fucked that up. Either way you I, a little bit. A either little way, bit. the point is, is like if when you just say yes, you're not really thinking about it. The correct just, answer is I would want to know how big. If you've got nine inches, no no. Not it's just too big, big. Oh, No, two inches is just too big for me. <laughs> I, I'm hoping the guy in an Hong Kong hero
2: looks like a fucking cocksman
3: no, no, compared to the guy. No, you is know, No, you man. know.
2: If you take your finger this is this is some bullshit that they are read online.
1: Yeah, Because no, that's what you do.
2: No, no, if you take your finger and and see how big around your ears are, supposedly the circumference of your ear is how big your asshole opens.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yes.
2: Yeah. What kind of retard came up with that? I, I don't I know. don't know.
1: Some type of ear fetish fucker.
2: But but it's supposed to be that way because of you know how everything it's on your body equals something. It's, it's not well, that's that what way. it was said.
1: How do you know? Mine is did you mine is my left ass cheek.
3: Did you know that no no part of your body is symmetrical?
1: No, because it can't be. Because we're actually put yeah. together on two halves. Yeah. Two people two different people make our other sides. This fucking episode got <laughs> super weird. Um <laughs>
3: No, no part of your body, your, your eyes aren't symmetrical, your ears, your nose, your mouth, well, yeah. obviously. Those,
1: those who are, are uh, there actually are people who have, are perfectly symmetrical. They're automatons. Uh, they're, actually, uh, they, they did a whole thing. Why am I even bringing this up because I watched this documentary? Uh, uh, people who are at least 99% symmetrical do better in life than those who aren't.
3: Ron, why do you come up with this shit?
1: Netflix. <sighs> <laughs> because I have 17 TV channels and I don't watch them. I watch Hulu, Netflix, and Xfinity Online. And on that
2: note, yes. Let's just go ahead. We have to end our show because I have to. Well, let me give this shout out real quick to Paul because his birthday is Friday. Happy,
1: happy birthday, Paul!
2: I uh, have to give him, a, <laughs> give him give him a shout out because, you know, he's turning into Big 51.
1: Mental Paul! Um,
2: yeah, Sit down for a minute, Paul. Take a big. load off. Paul is turning 51, and he looks like he's probably younger than Rome. Yeah, he looks younger than Rome. Well, Rome is really fucking old. Well, I know. I am not old. Rome's 63. I am not 63. But you look good for your age, old man. You
1: look like shit for yours. you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
2: you. <laughs>
3: I see you clear around town with the. I'll tell
1: you what, I, I am. Uh, like, I, I look like an old, old 21. What? He said he looks like an old 21.
2: Yeah, like an old used one.
1: <laughs> but at least I'm still 21. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my he's God. 21 twice.
1: No, I'm not.
2: Okay, three times. Uh, so yeah, we're
1: gonna, we're this is gonna... coming from the guy who's older than I am. Just saying. No. And once again, the rum guy's answer is no. No.
3: As, anyway, As to whether or not you take a dick? No, he does
2: take
1: a dick. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to thank everyone yes. for listening to this podcast and sharing it. And supporting sharing us. Sharing it. Fucking
2: seriously, share this share shit. Share it. It's free. Share, share it. it. Give it to share everybody. Share it. Like pretend, the opposite of Sonny. Pretend we're the Ebola share. virus and give it to everybody. That's See, right. I slipped it in.
0: Bam! Ebola!
1: That's Ebola that's bad. bad. M-H-O-G good.
2: Yeah, yeah, I slipped it in a lot a 12-year-old. <laughs> Tw- uh,
1: you know, two of, them. Mine. two
3: of them. Anyway, so without further ado, I was Adam. You were Adam. I am
2: Adam. I know. And I'm Wayne.
1: And I am the rum guy who says no.
2: And remember, ladies and gentlemen, to keep it Ebola. Keep it. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. This is the MHOG Podcast. My name is Wayne, and sitting next to me is... Sotar. the rub guy? And today, we are actually going to give away...
0: Free tickets.
2: That's right. Free tickets to Sludge Saturday. That's August 30th at Make the House of Blues. Stop. <laughs> this is the fourth time we've done this commercial.
1: Fifth!
2: <laughs> um... But, Sludge so Saturday, it has Rise Laveau, Murder Case, of Process, and Misled featuring on drums. I feel Misled. No, our friend Eddie Juber is playing drums. But we have four free tickets to give away. How many tickets is four? That's two pairs of two.
1: That's amazing.
2: What is that? <laughs> so, anyway. if, if you're interested in going to this show, we have two pairs of tickets. All you have to do is email us. At M-H-O-G booking at what? At Gmail at gmail.com.
3: Gmail.
1: With with the answer to this question.
3: You don't have to have Gmail. You just have to email us at Gmail. That's right. Adam. What? Ask them the question. There's no question. There has to be a question. No, there doesn't. Yes. What is is this Shut up. I'm telling them what to do. All right, go this ahead. is what you do, Here we okay? Go. Adam's gonna. I want you, if you want to win these tickets for you and your male or female friend or your dog, I don't give a fuck. I want you to go and share the M H O G podcast on your page and take a screen grab of that page and email it to us, proving that you shared our shit with your friends. There you go. Because goddamn it, we're so lonely and we need to be shared. I'm so lonely. I haven't had sex in years.
2: <laughs> so, if you want to go to this show, I'm which, so lonely, which you should want to go. Please <laughs> hold me. I am holding you. Would you please do what Adam said? Take a screenshot of you sharing our show on your page, on anything, Facebook, whatever. Just show your friends, and then you automatically win <sighs> two fucking tickets to the House of Blues on Saturday, August thirtieth at 8 p.m. to go see Rise Laveau, Murder Case, Art of Process, and Misled.
1: Awesome show.
2: Do it now. Can we get yogurt? Uh, Yes, we can get yogurt. Keep it metal!